0: Well, hello there, listeners. I'm Lazarus Black, here with another update on what's
1: been going on with this podcast thing. See, the Rogue Valley Roleplayers are now an affiliate of BattleBards, an online resource of sound effects, tension tracks, and all sorts of audio goodies to use in your own games and shows. Just head on over to BattleBards.com and check them out. And if you like what you see, be sure to sign up for a Prime Membership. And don't forget to use our promo code RVRPODCAST when you do. Be seeing y'all. Hello and welcome everyone to the Rogue Valley Roleplayers, my name is Ben, I'm here with Austin, Ed, Rosemary, and Nick, and we are here to play Deadlands Reloaded using our brand new, just got in, uh, suede, uh, swag, which actually means something else in the Savage Worlds community, but anyway, uh, lots of goodies here, and this will probably post like, I don't know, a year from when we recorded it, but... Yeah. Once again, my name is Ben. I am the marshal running the shindig, herding the cats, and uh, telling the story. I'm trying to, in every way.
2: And uh, this is Austin, so head down to your root cellar and get your finest vintage because it's time to get your wine on with wine on. Oh my god.
3: (laughs) Wow. Uh, I'm Ed. I'm playing uh, Daisy Gilmore, but people call her Rail and Daisy because she's gone off the rails on a crazy train.
4: My name is Rosemary, and I play ex deputy, ex hexlinger Rachel Jane Kennedy.
5: I'm Nick S. I am playing Haru Matsuhara, whose name means spring, so he shall rise again.
4: Hopefully alive.
1: Or not. And when last we left off, you had just attended the uh, dinner party thrown by um, Dr. Osiris Cordova, the owner and Head of Black Ridge Manufacturing, or Industries, or Factories, I can't remember. Apparently, Osiris Cordova has, uh, quite the interest in the Lemurians. Yes. So, when we last left off, you all were just getting home, uh, from that party. He also had a bunch of creepy servants? Question mark? Um... Who didn't make noise on the marble floors. You all just got back to the, the embassy from this party. Uh, the weather is starting to take a turn for the worse. There's thunder uh, um, clashing and lightning yeah. and clouds billowing on the horizon. Um, and I think, Wynon, you you booked it, right? You took off. Because yeah. you, you got in, you posed as a mannequin to get into the party, and then... That didn't work out because you were about to get shot as a test dummy. Gatling
2: gun. Yeah, so um, he basically, he warned
1: his companions. They're growing on him. Acquaintances, like I would say. Uh, acquaintances? Or is he growing on them? Yeah,
2: either or. Um, he warned them and he booked it because he didn't want to get shot with a Gatling gun or murdered by sand puppets.
5: Understandable.
1: Really, honestly, like, he's a nice guy. People just don't get it. So, yeah, there you are, standing outside the embassy. The uh, the uh, carriage driver, whoa, 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 from behind his uh, uh, filter mask, uh, goes driving off. So
5: what are you doing? What are the three what, of you, you doing? doing? Well, it's
4: quite I late. I think Rachel was fairly sloshed at the end of the party.
5: We might all
3: be a little bit. Well, okay. Y- y'all are. But I did tell you at the end of the last session, right, about what this guy told me.
5: Yeah.
4: I think he did. I think we had a powwow. And Whiteon
2: gave you a way to contact him through telegraph or through a, an address. And he also said you can find him at the tailor if you should need him.
5: Mm-hmm. Which made... Haru extremely if he wasn't already more suspicious <laughs>
2: well he's just one of their best customers
1: uh huh I mean that's not wrong especially since he bought you two suits yes
5: but doesn't change the fact that Haru is is already super suspicious of him and he's d- d- he doesn't know what his connection to the tailor is but he knows it's more than just being a customer or at least he feels he knows.
4: Are you at the embassy with us or did you leave?
2: I think that uh, Wynon's original plan has been foiled by the whole attack on the train by the pirates.
0: Uh-huh.
2: So he doesn't have a way to get into the embassy at this point, and he may need to actually contact you guys and figure out and like convince you to get him in. That's
5: going to be a lot of work.
1: Uh, if it's late, though, it's probably really I'm late. Out. So, yeah, you're standing outside the embassy. And you, you start getting that little nagging, like, "All right, it's it's nap time."
5: I have got to uh, get to my room. I will see you all in the morning. Rest well. I will.
1: <laughs> no, you won't.
5: I will rest like the dead. <coughs> <laughs>
1: Alright, fine. Yeah, yeah. Point there. <laughs> so I go to my room. Yep. You go to your room, and close the door, and pass out on your bed. Yep. And immediately go, Bleh. And, uh, yep, yeah, it's like always, full of night terrors. What about, uh... Rachel, you and Daisy, what are you two doing? Or is everyone just like going to bed and we need to move on to the next scene? I think it's, yeah.
4: I kind of want to check on this doctor. Okay. So Mal, Malcolm didn't come with us to the party, right? No,
1: he was not invited.
4: But he's still staying at the embassy with us, right? Yeah, he's
1: employed by... Because uh, we
4: vouched for him? Yeah. Uh, what time is it? Is it really late?
1: It's pretty late.
4: Okay. I probably not want to go looking for Malcolm.
1: So you're just going to go to bed?
4: Via passing by the doctor's room, yes. Anything suspicious by the uh, doctor's room?
1: Give me a notice roll. Uh, you said you were pretty sloshed?
4: Yeah, I mean, I think I narrated it that she was drinking quite a lot
1: at okay. this party. Go ahead and roll it a negative two. Um I guess actually I should make you roll stealth roll first. Roll stealth at negative two. Uh negative one. I don't think you're like I'm not stupid going drunk
4: into his room. I'm just You're just
1: walking down the corridor.
4: Yeah. I feel like Rachel can hold her liquor pretty well.
1: I mean But the booze yeah. was flowing. She was drinking. And there was there was no two drink limit.
4: Stealth at negative one? Yeah. Nope, she's not going to be stealthy. No. Nope.
1: How do you how do you mess this up? How are you not stealthy? Are you just like s- walking too hard? Your your footsteps are echoing. I mean, what? I have to make a suggestion. You trip on the potted plant. <gasps> <laughs>
2: <laughs> you didn't put it back where it was. She's
4: long? drunk, so she's kind of doing that stumbling thing and she like stumbles into well, the you, potted plant you, and knocks it You you go to over. Hide
1: behind the, the potted plant, but you like Push on it, you uh, and overbalance it, and, and this yeah. potted plant has fallen over and broken in. And, and she goes,
0: "Oh blanket. shit! Shh, be quiet!"
1: <laughs> and um, <laughs> hmm, I, I don't think it's like 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 a couple of the the servants mm-hmm. that are on duty come looking to investigate. Like, oh no, what's going on? But you know, like Apollo doesn't poke his head and go, hurry <laughs> I'm doing secret plotting stuff here. Keep it down. <laughs> Slams the door shut. <laughs> nope, no villainy happening here. Dang it. Yeah, now some servants come by and they're just like, really?
4: I will apologize really profusely to the servants.
1: Drunk in the Mormon embassy, have you no shame?
4: I'm so tempted to throw up on the planet. <laughs> but I'm not gonna. Okay.
1: The pot of plant didn't do anything to you. I know
4: that's why I'm <laughs> taking mercy upon it.
1: <laughs> She'll
4: like apologize to the servants.
1: Yeah, they they escort you back to your your room, and the whole time you you're getting like this whole religious scolding.
4: Look, I wouldn't be this drunk if you just had some alcohol in the hotel. Oh, they look
1: aghast. No, we would we would never serve the devil's drink here. It's not the devil's drink. I think you see this like one one of them just gives this shifty-eyed glance, like I can't really disagree, but I'm. and the and, this, and the other one's just like, how dare you? yeah, I'll go
4: back to my room, and flop down onto the bed. After, um, disarming.
1: I think you're just about to, to nod off when you hear a light tapping on your door.
4: Fuck. She'll stagger up and go to the door.
1: You, you're almost to the door when you hear a f- and then Malcolm Locke is standing in your room. Malcolm! You didn't answer the door.
4: I was getting there.
1: You were getting there too slow.
4: I'm a little drunk right now, Malcolm.
1: Oh. I can come back at a later time. I just thought you wanted, like, a report.
4: I do, I thought you were sleeping.
1: No, I was snooping.
4: Oh, good. Would you snoop?
1: Um. Well, I mean, I definitely think the doctor's up to something. It's, he's being really careful.
4: Yeah, I went by his room earlier and he had moved the plant. I think he uh, might be on to us.
1: No, I was watching. He didn't move the plant.
4: Are you sure? I feel like it was moved. By you. Well, yes. I stumbled into it because he moved it. Okay. Irrelevant. What did you find out?
1: Well, he's been tending to those soldiers that were hurt. Um, I, mean, I thought those wounds were pretty mild, but he's been keeping them sedated.
0: That's
4: odd. I wish I knew more about medicine. Do we know an actual doctor?
1: I know a few. What
4: about that physician that was on the train?
1: I was not on the train with you. What physician?
4: There was this physician on the train that wound up helping
1: Daisy. He wound up not helping Daisy. Not helping Daisy. <laughs> helping someone. Maybe it was he helped, the ambassador. He helped bandage up uh, the three uh, bandits, that were trying to, the, the air pirates that were trying to rob the train and got caught.
4: He seemed really competent at his job, and I think the ambassador offered him a position. That's a really articulate sentence for someone who's pretty sloshed.
1: You can do amazing things when you're drunk.
4: You should see if we can seek him out.
1: Sure, did you get his name?
4: I can't remember right now.
1: Okay, well, I'll I'll let you sleep on it. And then you let me know what his name is in the morning, and I'll try and track him down.
4: Maybe, uh, what's his name? The, The guard... Not Bashir. That's his. I keep wanting to call him Bashir. There, I don't think Reese. there's anyone by the name of Reese. Bashir. That's his name, Reese. Maybe Reese will know his name. I'll ask him in the morning.
1: Although, actually, to be fair, his title is Behir, so I can see where that would. Thank you. Happen. See,
4: that's where it's coming from. Um.
1: Oh yes, Cap, Captain Kazim, the one-eyed fellow.
4: Yeah, I'll ask him in the morning. Maybe he'll remember.
1: Okay. All right. Well. Is, um, is there anything
4: else, Malcolm?
1: Nah, I don't think so. I'm uh, going to go get some shut-eye myself. Night? Night.
4: Son of a bitch. Where'd you go? She'll go
1: back to bed. Yep. Alright, morning comes. Uh, you tell me, do you have a hangover?
4: Yeah, she's probably got a slight hangover.
1: Okay. Daisy, what about you? Uh let's find out the bigger
0: role. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alright, so you're both suffering hangover, you can both have a Benny for for that. Um Haru, you're awake. Uh you're probably all at like whatever passes for um, a cafeteria in the embassy. <laughs>
3: So we essentially have a level of fatigue here, being hungover. Yeah, or?
1: yeah. You have a level of fatigue from your hangover. Um, and you've probably healed your level of fatigue from last time by now. Oh, right. Yep. Uh, yeah, you're you're gathered for for breakfast. They're serving whatever they would serve, not coffee.
4: Oh, Rachel would actually murder for a cup of coffee right now.
1: Do they have tea? They do. They do. Tea It's it's like um it's it's not like tea tea, is not made from tea leaves. It's herbal like tea. Herbal tea. Yeah. Also juice is common. Yeah.
5: What's
4: the hangover remedy where you like crack a raw egg into your drink? Rocky Mountain
5: Oyster. No, that's a different kind of thing. Prairie oyster, that's what I was thinking. Of. Prairie oyster is what it's called. Those are completely different. I know. That's yeah. Prairie Oyster is the one where you do a little dash of hot sauce with a raw egg. It's
1: raw egg and tomato juice with uh, a lot of hot sauce.
4: That's what Rachel is drinking.
1: That's great because I don't think that's actually a cure.
4: <laughs> she doesn't know that as established. She's not a
1: doctor. So yeah, you get like a, a glass of, of tomato juice with ice in it. Oh, nice. I've never had tomato juice. So I don't know if it's... It's so gross. Any better air. cold It's probably much worse cold It's probably much worse perfect So it's it's got ice in it, it's chilled And uh, yeah, they crack a raw egg into it And then um, they hold up two different uh, bottles of hot sauce for you One is like 1885 Tabasco And the other is, um... Does
4: it have, like, a (laughs) skull and crossbones? It's got the skull
1: and crossbones on it, and it's Hellstrom's Hellfire Mix. I
4: gotta try that! (laughs) Alright!
1: That was Ghost Rock Sprinkles. (laughs) Yeah. It's Ghost Rock Ghost Viper Chili Carolina Reaper.
3: (laughs) Daisy's looking for something greasy.
4: How'd your character die?
3: Yeah. But she'll put some of that hot sauce on it. Okay.
4: <laughs> she died because she ate this hot.
3: Make sauce. a vigor roll at negative four.
4: Oh my god. Oh, we're gonna roll my gray dice because I have a feeling she's about to die. <laughs> Six minus four is two.
5: Her hair herald is just a hole in the
2: stomach. About to get the tummy ache status condition. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Five. Oh. Five total. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, you stomach it. You can't taste anything now. Like it's just. I feel
4: like she's crying. You don't know. What,
1: you don't know what battery acid tastes like, but that's that's what you taste. Your mouth tastes like fire.
0: Mm.
1: It's, right. it's just hot. That's what it tastes. And yeah, you're probably uh, tearing up. It. Uh, yeah, because you can't think of anything other than the fact that you know it feels like there's your head's in a vice. There's pressure on your chest. Um, it, your esophagus burns all the way down. Your stomach is is gurgling. For some odd reason, all you can do is inhale. Yeah. <laughs> you, we're still. We're still, and I can I can say this from experience. You've got like the spicy hiccups. Oh no. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Are her
4: sinuses clear?
1: Um. Yeah. Yeah. They are nice. Cleared right out. All
3: right. Well, Daisy's eating some of this too. I guess. All right. Roll, <laughs> negative four. I do know what battery acid tastes like. <laughs> Woo Did it? Got an eight. Got an eight. Yeah. After the negative. After the negative. Oh, I got a four. Okay. After
0: the negative.
1: So you're kind of in the same boat as as Rachel. Uh, you, you get it down. It's hot. That's all you taste. You're, you're probably tearing up. You're both like flush in the face.
4: <laughs> We're both sitting at the
5: breakfast table
4: crying.
5: <laughs> Your most common reaction is to find something. Like you're you're going to be grabbing things and being like...
1: Yeah, you grab like the... the um, whatever nasty-ass oatmeal... They've served you oatmeal is delicious. Oatmeal is disgusting. So delicious. No. Delicious. It's disgusting. And this oatmeal is disgusting. And you're just like
2: Argh.
1: Face buried in it. <laughs>
2: that would definitely make things worse, especially if it's hot oatmeal.
1: I think it's cold oatmeal.
2: Okay.
4: Who serves oatmeal cold for breakfast? I don't
1: know.
2: Monsters.
1: <laughs> I really don't like oatmeal.
3: Me neither. This is the most disgusting okay. It is is a person and, and of yeah. taste and character. I mean, you can add things to it to make it almost palatable, but still,
4: it's so good. I like
1: oatmeal. I Thank I, I you, like oatmeal.
4: Austin.
3: We're
1: surrounded by savages and barbarians. Yeah.
4: Sometimes you just need <laughs> bland food in your stomach, and
5: oatmeal is perfect for that. I mean, I
0: add that. apples and
1: cinnamon to mine. Yeah, so you're at the table. You, you're definitely you're definitely suffering. Because the oatmeal is not really helping. It's just spreading it around.
4: The Which pain? Yeah.
3: It's less than sitting in one spot. So, uh, go. Role play. Be free.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh God. Woo! <laughs> the
3: pain. <laughs> More oatmeal.
0: <laughs> Where
5: is that? I'll You yeah, alright?
3: I'm fine! Try some Haru! It's really good!
5: Okay. Make me a vigor at negative four.
0: <laughs>
1: this stuff's so hot it will raise the dead.
4: And Haru comes back <laughs> to <my> life! life. <laughs> that was my plan, actually. Uh, minus four?
5: four? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
1: Math five. Five? Yeah. You're maybe not quite in the same boat, but you're definitely standing going, Oh oh, that's hot. That's hot. And Lazar's like, what did you do? What did you do? I can taste it. Reminds me of wasabi. I've looked into your memories. This is not wasabi. This is hurting me.
5: There must be something special in it. Make a dominion
0: roll.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Yeah.
1: No. Daisy sweat five, what'd you get? And crying (laughs) four. Four. (laughs) Four. So And laughing at Haru at the same time. Haru just suddenly gets up, walks over to like where the kitchen is and grabs like an entire like jug of milk and just starts chugging it and like some of the, the workers are yelling like no you can't do that you're not supposed to drink from the container and what are you doing and and Haru just like guzzles it down drops it grabs like the next container and guzzles <laughs> that down
4: Haru brings them over here my god man
1: he guzzles a third one and then comes over with another two and the servants are just like asshole
5: <laughs> speaking for from, from
1: Lazarus' perspective here it's like your fault for leaving it out
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah Haru wa- walks back over and sits down and pushes the milk like holy crap I've tasted gumbo that was milder than that
4: H.O.'s gonna grab the milk and chug it
1: yeah part of the I don't know what was in that stuff he looks around real fast, but demons shouldn't be able to taste that. There's something fucking
5: wrong.
0: There's our, next, is, there's
5: our next quest. we got to find out what's in this hot sauce. Right, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hellstrom's hellfire.
5: There's nothing
4: good. Rachel's kind of wiping tears away from her eyes, and she just finally goes, Oh, that was some good fucking hot sauce.
1: Uh, are, you, are, you, are you feeling all right? You you can't even talk, can you?
0: I can't
4: I can't feel my tongue.
1: Alright, well I'm gonna put Haru back in control, but don't let him eat any more of that. Hmm. No no none of that. None of that. I can still fucking taste it and I didn't even eat it. And you're back in control.
5: I Taste milk. And spice still. I see the... <laughs> Haru turns. Yeah, everyone's sees the... just
3: like... <laughs> What's their problem? Uh, yeah, Haru store all your milk. That's why you're covered in it. Not Haru. Lazarus, <laughs> drink all their milk. That's why you're covered in it. I will have to get changed.
4: How's Rachel's head after this Hangover cure.
1: It still hurts, but probably for a different reason now.
3: Okay, different hangover.
1: Yep, <laughs> it's a spice hangover. Um, but anyway, so you you recover enough that you can converse and, and act a little bit normal. You're still got that level of fatigue, um, but at this point you're you're on the mend.
5: We've got that other party tonight, the one for the uh, ambassador. Correct
3: yep
4: that's tonight
5: yes
2: oh yes I, I heard about that hello friends <laughs>
4: Rachel yeah chokes on her
5: milk where are you coming from in this situation because if you're behind you came from
1: out of the spice jar <laughs> oh <OG.
0: laughs> gee
2: I think that you guys are... I'm picturing it's like one of those hotel restaurants where anybody can actually go there. It's just that it's meant for the embassy. It's just, but anybody can order food there.
1: Yeah. Like it's attached, but it's so like yeah. you can walk out. If you're like of a certain level of res- looking clientele, which I'm pretty sure Wynon has absolutely no trouble. Oh
4: yeah, well, he the, looks great. At the very least, they would have like a area... People would be coming in and out of the embassy to have meetings. Yeah. So, uh,
2: how are you all doing this morning? Sleep well? Why are you here? Uh,
4: Rachel is probably still wiping away tears. Uh, are you alright, uh, Rachel Kennedy? Still can't feel my tongue.
1: What happened in Oregon?
2: Yeah, it was, You should try this hot sauce. What happened to your tongue, Rachel?
4: <laughs> She's just gonna point at the bottle.
5: <laughs> Why are you here?
4: Oh, uh, I wasn't
2: trying to ignore you, Mr. Matsuhara. I was hoping you could do me a little bit of a favor. What? You're invited to that little party they're having tonight here at the embassy, aren't you? It disturbs me how much you know. Well, <laughs> it's a hobby of mine. Um... Uh, I was really hoping that you could give me a a hand-in. You you see, I'd, I'd very much like to attend, and the plans I had made previously have fallen apart. I think you all could help me in that endeavor. Who's your target? Why are you coming in? No target. Um, only wish to learn a thing or two. I'm a curious man,
5: you understand. And curious men lose ears, whose fingers. Is that how they do things in your country? Depending.
2: Well, they don't do things like that here, at least not in public. So what's it worth to you? The invitation that I'm asking for? Is, is there room for a plus one?
1: Yeah, we could always take him as a date.
5: I defer to you two.
4: What exactly is your interest in this party?
2: Oh, well, you know, there's going to be a lot of important, very interesting people there. People that I might like to get to know. Uh, Perhaps I could shoot the breeze, talk with a Famous face or two. And, as I said, learn a thing or two about the world at large. Miss Gilmore, you've done nothing but stare at me since I walked over. Do you have something to say?
3: (laughs) Not much right now.
2: (laughs) Uh, Are you all right? I'm fine. You should try the hot sauce, though. Hot sauce? The Hellstrom. Yeah, he picks it up and examines it. Oh, my. You didn't eat this, did you? You gotta
5: put
3: it on my scrambled eggs.
5: I drank it. That is one thing you have to do. If you want that invitation, you have to try some. Be a part of the group. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, uh, are you
1: serious?
4: Haru never jokes.
1: He tried it. Lazarus is applauding in the background.
4: <laughs> We've all tried it.
2: So you're saying all I have to do to get an invitation is to eat some of this hot sauce. Oh, no, no.
5: I didn't say that. I said one thing you must do. Well, then
2: what's the second, Mr. Matsuhara? That's the
5: one I came up with. You have two others.
2: <laughs> is this like, am I a genie? Do you think you can just ask for three wishes?
3: I was thinking about How? making you do the same thing he was, so.
4: How badly do you want to get into this party?
3: If I don't
2: get in, it's not the end of things, but it would be inconvenient.
0: Shot, 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 shot. Fear pressure for <program>. that. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not that hot.
4: She wipes away another tear.
5: It's so hot, it scares demons.
2: Well, you know, I, I'm not a hobbyist when it comes to hot sauces, but I've heard that they put some unusual ingredients in this particular one. I doubt it's safe. I suggest you all drink plenty of water today. Maybe it'll work its way through your system. I have no doubt. Yes, and uh, not to get base or disgusting, but you may wish to keep an outhouse within easy distance throughout the day. Gurgle. Now, seriously, are you going to get me into this party? Um, I need an answer, otherwise I'll have to make other plans for my day.
4: Are you going to drink the hot sauce?
5: You haven't even drank the hot sauce yet. You want me to drink the hot sauce? Well, not like the whole bottle, just like a spoonful like
2: we had. Very well. Scoops up a spoon, dabbles some <laughs> <them> in. Cheers. Vigor, <laughs>
3: <Bigger, mine's> four. <laughs> We're hazing him into our super cool club.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, first roll of the new dice. Ooh, nice, pretty good. <laughs> oh yeah, that'll ten do it. minus four is six. So yeah, um, you don't take like level fatigue. Uh, that's true. You, you give me your fatigue cards. You both passed. So Ooh, right. well, it was our hangover. It was the
4: hangover fatigue, though.
1: Yeah, but you passed, so you succeeded. You're suffering the narrative effects of the spice, but you did pass your roll to cure your hangover. So, oh, nice! The fuzziness in her brain is gone. Yeah, away. <laughs> it's, it's on fire. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, you're definitely like you're 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 crying some tears. You're you're red in the face. It, 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 yeah, you don't feel good.
0: <gasps> 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 That's. <gasps>
2: That's a hot one. <coughs> so, will you, will you get me into the party?
4: <coughs> Rachel will kind of look over at her and Daisy, like, "He drank the hot sauce." I yeah. have
5: no loyalty. I no, owe oh, oh, no true loyalty to any of these party guests. If he wants to come to this party, I suppose we can help him get in.
3: I'm fine with it.
4: That's, It'll be good to have a.
2: <coughs> That's good.
4: <Thank> you. <laughs> Here, water, please. She'll slide the milk across the table to you. This uh, helps. Uh, okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Most appreciated Colonel and i want you, i want you all to know that that i never forget my debts they should stop making this hot sauce
1: Um. Yeah, alright, so you eventually recover enough to function uh, from the hot sauce, and what are you doing? What are you doing with your day? How are you getting ready for the party? How are you getting wine on in? Not as a mannequin.
4: Ah, dang it!
1: As a cake girl. A girl that jumps out of a cake. <laughs>
4: uh, I think Rachel is going to go talk to Reese at some point.
1: You go over to his quarters, which are Adjacent to the ambassador's quarters and, and knock on the door And there's a pause And a, a very uh, Picardian Come But in in a Turkish accent Not British French Not not British French Scottish
4: <laughs> Yeah, she'll so open the door and go on in
1: You see um, Bihir Reis bin, uh, Reis bin Kazim Sitting at a table with like uh, a half eaten breakfast and uh, coffee. Morning. He looks at you with his one eye. Morning. Probably doesn't sound like that, though.
4: You should have an eye patch. You have an eye patch, too. I'm trying <laughs> to
0: just yes. how I to
1: open this conversation, that's all. Is it piss? I'm still getting a hang over the. Prefixes in this country Wait, what? Is it Ms. Kennedy Miss Kennedy or Mrs. Kennedy
4: Ms. Kennedy
1: Ms. Kennedy, okay He like pulls out a little notebook Scribbles something in there Closes it and puts it back in his pocket His, his uniform is immaculate
4: Rachel would have like cleaned herself up Before she'd come over here
1: yeah, but his uniform is immaculate.
4: Mm-hmm. No, I get that. I'm just saying, I'm not like appearing before I'm all sloppy,
5: crying. There's some hot sauce. There's,
1: there's probably, like, your, your, your eyes are probably still a little wet.
5: Uh-huh. Your eyes are also probably red and puffy.
1: Yeah. Because yeah. that, that's a lingering hey, effect. He, squint, right. he squints his eye at you and says, Are, are you alright?
4: Have you had the Hellstrom hot sauce by any chance? No, I do not recommend it.
1: Do you think I cannot handle it?
4: I really just want him to do a shot of the hot sauce, <laughs> and I'm trying to do the best response That's what this get is to get him to go. Yeah. Hellstrom's. Yeah. Hellstrom's hot sauce. the hot sauce
0: <laughs> <episode>.
4: <laughs> She's going to say something along the lines of like, "Look, I'm sure you're very tough, but I'm warning you that hot sauce." It's not for the weak hearted.
3: Whoa. It uh, was a way wrong uh, way to do it. <laughs> you're supposed to be like, look, we all know you're a big man and all that, but you don't need to do this. We all know you're
2: a
1: big man, but yeah, you're not a big Yeah, she said man something along those sauce. lines.
4: <laughs> look, I'm sure you can handle that hot sauce. I'm sure you're a very strong man.
1: Bring me the hot sauce. You're challenging us <laughs> out of the chest. No, Reese, don't.
5: <laughs> you just not brought it up.
1: Bring me the hot sauce.
4: I'll stick my head... I, I, no, are you serious? Yes. Okay.
1: Turkish food is renowned for its spice and flavor. I challenge this... The doesn't even have words to describe it.
4: Trust me, Reese. You don't want to do this to yourself.
1: Bring me the hot sauce.
4: She'll stick her head out in the corner and look for it All right, You, you
1: sir- get it? He, uh... He, takes a big spoonful of the hot sauce dapples it on his food and takes a big bite of food
4: I'm gonna kill the fucking head of security for the ambassador
1: he passes with a raise
4: oh nice
1: (laughs) so he swallows it down he's just like meh
0: Are
4: are you are you okay
1: there's not much flavor to it It seems to be all, all hot But not nearly the spiciest Food I have had the Privilege of eating
4: Rachel's respect for him just went up a whole die type.
0: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: Hold on a sec You're getting a penny for that <laughs> <laughs> Savage world
4: jokes I'm going to put that down as a skill on my character sheet.
3: (laughs) Respect for the bahir.
4: Respect for the hot sauce
0: eater.
3: Anyway, um,
1: he surreptitiously takes a sip of water.
0: (laughs)
4: Uh, Anyways, I came by to talk to you about tonight. And uh, another matter that I have some concerns about.
1: Okay. Okay, he says into the microphone.
4: Uh, Firstly, the doctor on your staff, Apollo?
1: He rolls his eye. Yes.
4: How well do you know him?
1: I don't. He was assigned last minute as a physician to the delegation.
4: Well, he just... Struck me as suspicious
1: Are you saying he hit you?
4: No uh, It's a turn of phrase
1: So he did not actually physically strike
4: you No He was acting suspicious And I noticed Malcolm and I were following him Uh, Malcolm saw him leave The other night And meet with some people in a bar for a while
1: In... She's
4: going to relay whatever it was that Malcolm told her to.
1: In the garbage town?
4: Yeah. He couldn't get close enough to hear what was going on, but this was after he was told to look after the patients who aren't getting better, despite the fact that they had relatively minor roo- wounds. Hmm. Anyways, I wanted to let you know that Think there's something he up. had
1: told me that there there some quality of the air here has caused their wounds to fester a bit.
4: I was thinking it might be a good idea to get a second opinion. Did you happen to catch the name of that other doctor on the train?
1: I regrettably did not.
0: <laughs>
1: I was worried about my wounded men and and the pirates that we captured.
4: Well, I'm sure there's other doctors here, and...
1: And to be fair, I was also keeping my eye on you and your two friends. You were an unknown at that time, and had not... Had only just proven yourselves allies.
4: No, that's fair enough. I would have done the same. I'm just... I'm sure you can understand that sometimes you can just sniff when something's wrong. You can just tell. hmm I'm getting that feeling with the doc. I'd like to get a second opinion on on your wounded soldiers.
1: I will certainly see about arranging for uh, another physician to examine them. Uh, He closes his eye and takes a very deep breath and says, It will take some diplomacy with Dr. Apollo, whatever his last name is.
4: He's someone of... Note, I take it?
1: I suppose. He was an unknown to me before being added to the delegation, but he... Someone very high up must have owed him a favor.
4: Yeah. You're smart, keeping your eye on him.
1: He squints at you.
4: Uh The other matter I wanted to talk about was tonight at the party...
1: Yeah, uh, yes. As as if I did not have enough stresses.
4: Well, I have an acquaintance of mine here in town. I was thinking it might be good to have a couple of security people mingling with the guests.
1: That is the reason for you to attend.
4: Yeah. Well I we're only so many. It, this is a large party, is it not?
1: Do you trust this person?
4: Trust him enough with this.
1: I will need to meet them. Him or her.
4: Uh, He's downstairs last I or, saw him. Or them. His name is Mr. Winon Beardsley.
1: Have him meet me here.
4: In your office? Yes. I will let him know
1: coffee
4: you have coffee I,
1: t- t- he looks down at his, his cup of coffee and his Turkish coffee set sit in front of him kind of looks back up and he says yes go go get this this beard sleigh and we shall have coffee
4: oh yeah she's gonna search for wine on
1: yeah he's uh, still downstairs using a, a potted, potted plant p- to fan his tongue yeah he's been
2: ordering a lot of drinks get me could you get me a little cup of orange juice I'll pay for it I'll pay extra
4: (coughs) Uh, Rachel will kind of saunter right on up to where you are and just say got feeling back yet
2: foul stuff terribly foul
4: Uh, well if you're feeling up to it I spoke with Reese he is the head of ambassador security and he would like to meet with you he
2: said, Reese.
4: Yes, he seemed to recognize your name as well. No,
2: he didn't. <laughs> He's a sharp one. Uh, did, did he say what he was looking for? Anything that you can give me to?
4: I think he just wants to vet you before he allows you in to the party tonight. I vouched for you.
2: Well, I, I appreciate that.
4: I suggested that you go in as undercover guest with the the intent of keeping things from getting out of hand tonight at the party.
5: I see. You vouched for him?
4: He drank the hot sauce, Haru.
5: (laughs) That was the
2: deal, Mr. Matsuhara. A deal that I took and passed.
5: I don't Argue that. I argue going directly to Reese. Because what if Reese. Because Mr. Kazim is a very discerning sort. If he sees something in Mr. Beardsley that we are not even aware of, it could speak ill of even you.
4: I'm willing to take that chance. I won't. I don't feel right trying to sneak him into this party. I understand.
3: And he did eat the hot sauce. He did. I'll, I'll do
2: what I can to reflect well on you. That much I promise.
3: I am going to
5: um, go change my clothes. I have milk
1: on myself. It was really fucking spicy, okay?
2: Oh, you do. Yes. Best do that.
4: But here, Kasim indicated that he would like to speak to you sooner. And he has coffee. what
2: yes uh he's a very serious man as i understand it does that sound accurate
4: yes
5: military man serious man i'll give him the best impression i can i was gonna say haru would he would stand up and put a hand on Mm -hmm. rachel's shoulder and then leave
4: she would kind of do that brief thing like where she clasped hands with you and then like let's go
5: so he's going to his room to change before he even goes near Bahir Kazim. He's like, I am filthy.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you go back to him and you change. Um, and are you tagging along there, Daisy? <laughs> oh, I might as well if everyone else is going. Promise a coffee.
3: Yeah, and there's coffee.
1: All right, you show up at uh, uh, Beheer Kazim's door, you knock on it, and again, you hear that uh, Turkish Picard come. I'm going to let you lead this since you're the one who's got a...
2: I open the door and then gently (laughs) motion everyone else in. Holy shit! (laughs) Wow. What is going on between (laughs) these two? Nothing.
0: Nothing at all. The (laughs) character's (laughs) dead. Again, it's canon.
2: Yeah, so uh, Wynon will open the door and then kind of stiffly gesture everyone else in, holding it open like a gentleman.
4: Yeah, Rachel will step inside.
1: He uh, raises an eyebrow uh, as Daisy steps in, but there's already like a third place for the coffee, so apparently he was already expecting... Or uh, a fourth place, excuse me. Come in, please. You must be... Is it Mr.? Or is it Ms.?
2: Yes, uh, sir, it Mr.
1: Mr. Mr pulls out that notebook and shots him the notes down. Forgive me, I'm my English is only so good.
2: Uh, Wynon forgives him in rough Turkish.
1: His, uh, his eye goes wide for a second, and he gives you another appraising look, and then he speaks to you in in Turkish. Where did you learn?
2: World traveler.
1: Uh-huh. You have, uh, Visited the the lands of the Ottoman Empire, I take it.
2: Yes, not far. Vacation.
1: This is a good land now.
2: Beautiful. This is all in Turkish, so yes, yeah. <laughs> sucks at it. Yeah. Uh, I must apologize. I I think your English perhaps
1: surpasses my Turkish. I was trained special for this mission, and he switches back to English. Please sit, Mister Beardsley, and Ms. Kennedy. Is
3: it Ms. Gilmore? Eh, Miss Gilmore, from now.
1: This side shifts between the two of you. Like, okay, there's a third. I don't understand. Miss.
4: Is for a young woman or an unmarried woman. Mrs. is for a married woman.
1: And, and what is this Ms.?
4: She of a coffee.
1: Ms. Gilmore, please have a seat.
3: Okay.
1: And he pours coffee for everyone. So Mr. Wynon... Mr. Beardsley, excuse me. Why do you wish access to this function...
2: Well, I was told by my compatriot and friend, Miss Kennedy, that you were a bit lacking on security, and I believe that, well, I believe I could help to shore up your defenses, so to speak.
1: And aside from speaking a little bit of Turkish, what do you bring to the proverbial table? Which is probably a lot more English than he has, but
2: too late well uh, I would say my strengths are a strong pair of eyes situational awareness and a strong gut a a a knowing for when trouble's about to happen and I'm composed quiet polite as you've seen I know how to shut up and follow orders And I know my suit looks expensive, but uh, I'm from a noble family that's fallen on hard times as of late, and I could use the money.
0: Ah,
1: money. And how much do you expect to be paid for this
2: service? I recognize I'm an unknown element, so certainly not as much as you're paying the deputy. Pardon, the ex deputy
1: Go ahead and make me a persuasion roll. Okay. Plus two for the comment about uh, being able to follow orders and what have you. Sure.
2: Yep, I got a raise.
1: All right. Yep, you're hired. He's impressed with you. You leave a good impression. Very well, you may enjo- You may join the security detail.
2: I appreciate the opportunity, and I'm happy to serve, sir.
1: Good. Well, enjoy your coffee, and then... Uh, easily may have much work to do
4: yeah rachel will drain her mug
1: they're small cups it's turkish coffee so it's really strong but it's served in small cups right
4: like espresso almost
1: almost yeah
2: and uh when the coffee's done Wynon will gently reach out to the empty cups carry them up and deposit them gently in the dish
1: receptacle okay all right so you have your meeting with uh with Reese, what are you doing with the rest of the day? You've got to get ready for the party. You've probably got most of the day left.
4: Uh, is the
1: uh, area where the party's being held open to people? Yes, but there's just there's a lot of people like setting up.
4: Is it being held at the embassy? Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, we are security
5: details, so we probably have the right to go in there and be Yeah, like,
4: I want to scout out the where the party's going to be, like look for entrances and exits.
5: Kind of that whole like the
4: tactical appraisal of a room, rooms.
1: Yeah, you do that, and um, while you're doing that, go ahead and give me notice rolls for wh- whoever's
3: there, scoping the place out.
4: Are you coming as a guest,
1: Daisy?
3: Seventeen. We're all part of the security detail, so. But we're also like not—we're hidden security detail, right? Yeah. So. Five. Um, Rachel you, you checking out the place you
1: scope out you see all the possible um, entrances and exits and stuff like that. Um, Haru, you notice a number of other people that look like they're doing the same thing that you are scoping the area out. Uh, men and women in uh, suits um, definitely standing they look like they're trying to blend but they're definitely standing out. They're holding a little too rigid too military like.
5: Well, I don't want to alert them currently, because that can lead to a disastrous consequence. I'm going to make note of their number, mm-hmm. write down brief descriptions, like like flip open a little notepad, write down brief descriptions, and I'm even if I don't have their name, I'm gonna write down a, a name for them. Mm-hmm. So like each person's gonna have one. Right.
1: Um you had a scene in mind.
5: Yeah, so uh, Wynon's in a dark room,
2: and uh, he's he's got a a single light, electric light that's kind of burning in the corner, and he pulls out a a book underneath the desk that's got some torn pages and starts thumbing through it, and he pulls the light over to shine on a telegraph, um, and he starts tapping out a message to the agency and sort of saying it out loud just like that (laughs) yeah like you know that's the message
1: no but um (laughs) 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 that's not the message they're like why
4: not find snacks you guys
2: addendum to requisition request for automatic key date march 17th stop Please expedite my request for an automatic key. Stop. Have run into occult creatures. Stop. Required to infiltrate embassy. Stop. Hurry up. Stop. Agent Quake. Stop. P.S.
1: Hurry up stop <laughs> all right yeah send that out he sends messages mm-hmm. through the telegraph he does world building bees. beepies. all right so you check out you scope out the the place where the the function is going to take place you send your message are you just kind of tagging along with them, or what are you up to, Daisy?
3: Uh, no, I'm going to let them do that, because that's kind of their thing. And I'm just going to, you know, get my rest, get prettied up for the party. Okay. Put on one of my really nice dresses. I have a picture here.
4: I do want to see.
3: Could have, could
2: have,
0: <laughs> uh, 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 that's your picture. <laughs> 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 it, it's,
3: it's Princess Daisy from the Mario games. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Nice.
2: <laughs> Let's
3: go like, wow! Well, I had no idea. It's <laughs>
2: like so ridiculous.
3: <laughs> I just mostly remember, remember Princess Peach. So,
1: uh, yep, you're doing that, uh, and you also can't help but remember Osiris Cordova's offer,
3: or yeah. request rather. Oh, what was his request? Oh,
1: to
2: enter some... another dimension.
3: Oh, he wanted. Well, he wanted this answer like today. I just. I'm, I'm going to keep leaving him on for a bit on that yeah.
4: He wanted us to go to the town of Fortune, right? Or he wanted you to.
3: Yeah. Which is not something we're going to do today anyway. Tonight, at least. Yeah. Because we're going to go to the ball. Uh, and
1: speaking of which, does anyone have anything else they want to do? Or are we good to go Ouch. straight to the party?
5: Uh, I was just going to... Put on my nice set of clothes. I mean, is used to being around really high and mighty people, so he's putting on his best face. He's in an element that he's used to. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, Rachel's putting on her nice clothes, too.
1: Okay. What is Wynon wearing?
2: I think that he's toned down the suit a little bit for this for this occasion. Um, he's going to try to look a little more military, so instead of wearing the tie, he's just going to wear a uh, more strapped vest. Um, instead of wearing his normal like dress shoes, he's put on a pair of boots.
1: Okay, like the knee-high kind?
2: Yeah, the ones that are a little more sturdy and uh, just give him a, more of a sense of... Um, authority. Authority, yeah. le- less approachability.
3: Do we recognize Wynon dressed like this now?
2: I don't think he's going to be in disguise because he's oh. introduced himself as Wynon, yeah. so
5: he has to show up as himself. Mm-hmm. The self that all of you know. Haru's actually brushed his hair for the first time since really becoming harrowed
1: he, oh that's that's fun there's far too many hairs that go that come out with uh with that brushing like, oh how yeah. oh, you gone and done it you, you, just you you know you ain't growing anymore
5: I am aware if it's balding on top he kind of makes it work
4: <laughs> I think Rachel is wearing. I think she's gonna leave, and she's gonna bring her guns with her. So she's gonna wear like those really nice black pants that she had, um, and but she's gonna wear like this very elegant white blouse with like a red velvet vest over it, and then she's gonna do her hair up really fancy. Oh, and then she's gonna have this really. Um, fancy jacket that she's wearing. Okay. And so she's wearing that harness she got on yeah. her shoulders again so that the guns are tucked in the jacket.
1: Are you all meeting together before going in or entering separately? I think Haru would meet with Rachel to go in, kind of like...
4: Yeah, she like, would probably go in on mm-hmm. Haru's arm.
5: And we'll play it off that you're helping me get introduced
3: to American society. Yeah. Okay. I am going in on my own because I am overtly going in there as Daisy Gilmore representing the Iron Dragon Railroad. Um, what
1: does the ballroom look like? Uh, it's very nice. Uh, very well appointed. There's a lot of people here. Like, way more than was at Osiris Cordova's little, little um, get-together. Um, there's a lot of servants moving around, serving hors d'oeuvres and, and drinks. Um, there's definitely, like, a punch bowl... Are these drinks alcoholic? In a very, like, no one acknowledges it sort of way. So in,
4: like, marked contrast to the evening before, Rachel will take a drink, but she's, like, she'll pretend to sip at right. it. Right,
1: this isn't she's a, not a frenzy sort of Drinking, thing.
5: yeah. When we get into the ballroom, Haru pulls out his notebook and sees if he can
1: identify... Give me a nose roll, negative two. Uh, there's a lot of people all over the place.
4: Would you have talked to Rachel about Ooh. these people?
1: I don't think you noticed anything, because you're too busy looking at Rachel. Okay. I
4: do look very stunning.
1: Haru's both like, yes, and,
4: <laughs> <laughs> Um Rachel's just kind of casually scanning the room.
1: You're... Walking, and you're you're all in there. Um, you hear the ambassadors get announced. The first one is uh, Lord Lionel Sackville West, ambassador to the North Americas from England. Oh boy, that's quite the name. Yeah, and a real person too. Really? Yeah. Of course, in, in our world, he was just the English ambassador to the United States because there weren't. A Fuck ton of different countries. And uh, he's uh, an older uh, looking gentleman uh, wearing a, a very nice uh, if conservative suit. He's got um, I think uh, like a, a, a very fancy cane uh, that he only uses very lightly. It's probably more for show than it is for needing to walk around. Although he has a smidge of a limp and at this point I'm just making shit up. I don't I didn't do that much research in the actual historical figures so oh, sorry listeners. Um, the next ambassador gets announced is uh, Ambassador Karl von Struve. the um, Russian ambassador to Nor- to the North Americas. And then uh, the next one you you recognize, you see uh, Ismail Bey bin Ramazan uh, accompanied very closely by both Apollo and and Behir Reis bin Kazim, uh, flanking him, is, is announced as, as Ottoman ambassador to the North Americas. Uh, a short while later, uh, Ambassador Diana Tremaine um, of the Union is uh, announced, and then shortly followed by Ambassador Roman Buford Hampton of the Confederate States of America they're ambassadors to Deseret, not in the North Americas, because they're from North American countries.
4: Diana Tremaine.
1: Yep. And uh, she's she's wearing, like, a, a nice blue dress. She, uh, she looks pretty young, maybe in her early 30s. Young for an ambassador. Ambassador Hampton uh, is basically picture Colonel Sanders, like, complete with the white suit and everything.
3: Mint eulip in hand,
1: yes, and if I could do the accent, he would sound like foghorn, longhorn um so you're you're standing there uh listening to everyone get introduced, and then you hear a familiar voice behind you go, hello, fancy seeing all of you here tonight.
4: What was his name?
5: Something Something or (laughs) another. (laughs) Something or (laughs) Yeah, I was about to say something or another. That's right. Yeah, something or another.
1: And yeah, you turn around and uh, Dr. Something or other. Is standing right there. I I should have given him a better name. I bow to him. Politely, you know. (laughs) Da, da, it's good to see you again, Mr. Matsuhara. And you too am Ms. Kennedy. Da evening
5: doctor I stand very close to her after she bellowed out that he was being pervy (laughs) so
4: Rachel was also very drunk when she said that
3: he was very pervy though
2: are you here to represent something
4: doctor
3: yeah I
1: was reluctantly invited by the ambassador to Russia is as an assistant, seeing as I live here and know something a little bit better of the language and the uh, the people. I am still political exile. Who are you? Oh, pleasure to meet you. I don't think we've met yet. Uh, I am a doctor, something or each I make printing presses and typewriters. Also, smoke bomb. Don't ask about smoke bomb. It's not perfected yet. Well, now I have to ask about the smoke bomb. Yet, yet, don't ask. I said don't ask. (laughs) It's still Zor subject back in Mother Russia.
2: I can tell you want to tell me about the smoke bomb.
1: I really do, but not here.
2: Well, why don't you take my card and we can discuss smoke bombs later?
1: (laughs) Of course, of course. Um, I, I hope you understand. It's not perfected yet. It does not do what smoke bomb is meant to do. Of course,
2: science must progress naturally with the course of time. Da. 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 Da.
4: Da.
5: Da. He means yes. Yes.
4: Da. I'm confused. What are we talking about?
5: Um, we're talking about da. Oh. Which is yes.
4: Is that that new art movement that's happening out east?
5: Yes! It's Russian for yes!
4: Oh.
2: Well, Russia is in
4: Oh, that's true. And in the West.
3: I thought y'all were talking about smoke bombs, but... No, no talking about the smoke bombs.
4: We're talking about art, Daisy. Uh, later, though, let's talk
1: about the smoke bombs. Yeah, but they don't do what you think they do. And they start a lot of fires.
3: Shh! <laughs> the, the, the Zark would be listening! You need fire for smoke, though, something would of itch. That's you need fire for smoke something a little bit, so you're on the right track. It is not important right now.
4: You're just a little Scottish right there.
1: (laughs) I can't help it. I am Scottish Russian. (laughs) When I first flee from Russia, I go first to uh, Scotland. I spend a little bit of time there. Pick up a bit of the brogue.
4: You seem to have had an interesting life, Doctor. Da. I don't want to talk about art with you
2: <laughs> So here's what I don't understand Doctor How do you learn so much English And yet still say da instead of yes I am
1: proud of my language And of my people Even if I am political exile
2: And so you've chosen to show your pride By saying da instead of yes
1: Da I miss my home language so I flavor my English a little bit with my Russian also the GM probably only knows that and yet and that's for Dania, so
2: you're not really Russian, are you?
1: He looks aghast and says, Of course uh, what kind of question is that? Of course I'm Russian
2: Of course you are.
5: Who is this guy? <laughs> We're not sure ourselves. I mean He's been around me a couple of times, and I do not speak Japanese I mean, to And does he ask
1: you if you are actually Japanese?
5: Actually, no. I think he has. Has he? I may have not been listening.
2: I know that you're Japanese, Haru. I know.
1: Anyway, so how are you here? What are you doing? Hey, you, are, are, you are from uh, Oregon, No. Which is a very Yiddish thing to say, not Russian, but hey, sue me.
3: Well, this is a really fancy party, and you know I'm here with the Iron Dragon. Of course we got. Ah,
1: yes, it. the railroad. Of course, of course, that makes sense. Even though there is no Iron Dragon line actually going to Salt Lake City, but who
3: knows? That's just part of the lifestyle. You get to go to parties.
1: It's a good lifestyle. Parties are fun.
3: I am used to
5: high-function events.
1: No, so why are you here? There is used to, and then there's getting invited. These are two very different things.
5: You are correct. I was... I was invited for my connections that I've had to the Emperor back home.
1: Ah, and what interest does the Emperor of Japan have here in Salt Lake City? Well, um... Since
5: opening its borders. Japan is very interested in furthering its advancements in technology and medicine. And Deseret is...
1: Is the capital of technology in the world, of course, and it probably does not help that my country is right there on the border eyeing um, your islands like they are uh, means treat.
5: Yes, you are correct. So we are, of course... Interested in whatever help they can provide.
1: So you are here in an official capacity. It's strange, they did not announce a Japanese ambassador.
5: I'm not here in that much of an official capacity. More as a passing interest I was asked to attend.
1: Ah, interesting. Very interesting. What about you, Ms. Kennedy? Political aspirations? Oh no, that is many years your descendants. Da, it's not going to turn out well. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, your great 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 grandson will get the Union to the moon.
4: I'm not quite sure what you're talking about, Doctor.
1: <laughs> He's had a smack
5: from the Lemurians of the future, just like <laughs> right into his brain temporarily. <laughs> just tell him to avoid
1: Daedalus no he doesn't actually say <laughs>
4: Rachel would just be giving him I don't know what you're talking about look
1: I, 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 I don't know how to deal with this anyway getting back to actual game Um. so Miss Gendy uh, how, what are you doing here no he does not say no because he is not actually Yiddish I can't help it
4: I am simply here to enjoy the party
1: this is not a party one simply shows up to I mean I had to be asked by government That sent me into exile to be here It's awkward Did your government exile you And ask you to be here in an awkward sort of way That makes no sense No Seeing as like, they speak your native tongue here
4: Who asked me And I said I would love to attend a party with him
5: She is my plus one
1: now, wait a minute. I thought I was your plus one. <laughs> You're my shadow. I, I, I am not just a shadow.
4: Haru has promised me a dance tonight.
1: It's, it's good, it's good. I am sure there will be lots of, of dancing. Um, well, it was it was very good to talk to um, the three of you again since last night. It's very busy in Zolik City, no? And uh, I'm sorry, I missed your name there, sir.
2: It's Wynon.
1: Wynon, it's a pleasure to meet you.
2: The pleasure's all mine. Uh, When you return to whatever country you're from...
1: I know, political exile. I live here now.
2: Which isn't Russia.
1: Deseret. I live here in Deseret.
2: Oh. My mistake.
1: Okay, well then um have good good time at party. I am going to be over here next to the punch bowl I hear they put vodka in it.
5: You have a good night.
1: Thank you, thank you. Enjoy your evening, doctor. I will, I will, most certainly. Da, da. Hey that um that union ambassador, you think she's married?
4: I think she's probably not going to have sex with you either.
1: Ignore hey, a long term gorcia I Get your mind out the No, you know what? I am I am not engaging. Good night, goodbye. He walks off.
2: <laughs> Why not he leans in very seriously and, and looks at all of you and says I, I believe that man may be working for the Italian mafia.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. You're
1: you're incorrect, <laughs> but that was hilarious. Um. <laughs> Shall we
5: mingle, split the group up so we can survey more of the uh, guests? Protect our um, patron,
1: as it were. Yeah, we should probably do our job. Yep. All right, everyone give me nose rolls. Negative two. That's um, a lot of people roaming around doing their thing. Counting the
5: minus two, I got a 15.
3: Okay. Oh yeah, I only got a well, 14 I with to the any, minus two. Not
0: now.
1: <laughs> so,
5: what'd I you failed. get? You failed.
3: failed? Yeah,
1: I got three. Okay. What'd you get there, Daisy? I got 14. I failed. You failed? All right, so, Wynon and Rachel. What happens? How do you get distracted? I think Wynon is busy
2: trying to eavesdrop on uh, Ambassador Hampton of the Confederate States. Okay. And uh, he's not getting a whole lot because the guy just keeps going on about, like, his home recipes and stuff. Yes. Like, his secret
5: 11 herbs and
2: spices. Yeah, his 11 <laughs> herbs and spice chicken recipe. That's <laughs> all that he talks about <laughs> for, like, half an hour.
1: He's apparently a, a big connoisseur of uh, various chicken dishes. Is this some, some kind of code phrase? Uh, hmm. <laughs> Why would when, when I was in the the army, I was a colonel at Sanders Hill. Oh god. And he relates some civil war story and then talks about how, you know, during the course of the war they stumbled upon a chicken farm and he managed to secure a book of recipes from the farmer and that led to his uh his interest in various chicken dishes.
2: I'm picturing that he was injured during the war and, like, the medic was Colonel Sanders. Yes! And stole his recipe.
3: <laughs> I'm picturing him to be, like, the Forrest Gump of, like, this world. <laughs> but, but with chicken instead of shrimp.
1: Yeah. Uh, and Rachel?
4: I think you said there were people with hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. So I think what happened is someone, like, bumped into a servant or something and they bumped into Rachel. So, like, and then they spilled like their tray of hors d'oeuvres. So Rachel's been distracted by like, no, by like helping like the servant like pick up the tray, or just like you know someone bumped into her, so she's just dealing with that.
1: Okay, um, Daisy, what'd you get again? A fourteen. A fourteen. So you're you're walking on your your. Talking to people, schmoozing, representing the Iron Dragon, but you also notice that uh, Doctor Something or Otherovich uh, goes with Punch Bowl, gets himself two two drinks, and then immediately goes ch- and starts chatting up the Union Ambassador. No, oh. okay. And what the fuck did you get? Fifteen. A fifteen. Okay. So uh, you see Doctor Apollo leave the ambassador's side um ambassador ismail uh bay bin ramazan you see him go uh to the other side of the room to get drinks not from the punch bowl but drinks from a- another servant and they're like he passed people with drinks and then uh makes his way over with three drinks over towards to the ambassador did i notice him talking to the servant
5: at all or anything like that
1: uh, not for long, just like a few words And then he took the drinks And just kind of holding them to his chest Trying to balance them
5: I approach him
1: and offer him assistance Okay um, Yeah, you uh, you intercept him about halfway through And you offer him a, uh, Assistance And he um, Give me another Notice roll this time um, No, we'll, we'll stick with negative two. Seven five. He gets nervous You you don't know Well, no You're used to people getting nervous around you You know, Mm -hmm. you're A very exotic looking person You were walking around with swords It usually is a little off-putting for people Uh, Dr. Apollo Mm -hmm. Is definitely like more nervous and just like, oh shit! There's a guy with swords right here.
0: Um, and I, thing,
5: I probably wouldn't even have them at this party. I probably. Oh, you them. came unarmed? Well, I had my. I would have my pistol tucked into my coat, but I, I like. I think uh, it'd be I, too. It'd be too socially. Um. It'd be it'd be threat posturing for okay. a lot of people, and we, if we're supposed to be blending in. That's something I was thinking of. Okay.
1: All right. So yeah, you don't even have your swords on you. So. Um, he he definitely like there's maybe a little bead of sweat or or whatever. He's definitely like a lot more nervous than than would be ordinary, and he kind of like looks frantically at the drinks, and then and then like hands you uh, one after a moment's hesitation. Thank you, thank you. You are quite welcome. I
5: figured that since you are attending to our patron, that I would be willing to offer assistance. So. Shall we? Yes. Yes. Do you want to roll for it, but I'm thinking about accidentally tripping and knocking him and us over, spilling the drinks, so that way I have to go get more drinks to bring to the ambassador. Different drinks. And you want it to look like an accident. Yeah.
1: Give me a performance roll. Ooh, boy. Get
5: out of my finger crotch. <laughs>
1: Oh wow. Both wow. phrases I never thought to hear. Uh, minus seven, two seven seven minus two five. Yeah. So, yeah, um, it's nothing to be proud of, but it definitely looks like uh, it definitely looks like an accident and the reason it's nothing to be proud of is just cuz you're you're so used to being, you know, poised and great graceful and in control of yourself and to make it publicly look like you're a colossus, it grates a little on your soul. Yeah. Uh, oh, I I am so sorry. I will
5: get more drinks for the ambassador.
1: No. Nope. Uh, okay.
5: I I will come help and I go over to where the punch table and you know some of the other servants are and get drinks from there.
1: He uh he pours two drinks and takes them and starts walking back to the ambassador. And I pour the third and you pour one for yourself. Yeah, I pour one for myself. Okay. And- so you, you both walk over with, with drinks in hand. And, I, and
5: like, I, I don't care if it actually happens this way, but I'm kind of hoping Bahir saw the, the incident and so he can kind of see that, like, you
1: know... Did I put his that, there was, there,
5: that way I can kind of give him a knowing nod, you know?
1: Yeah, I'm not going to roll for him. Yeah, he noticed. He's on high alert, so... he He's looking at you with his eye. I, I kind of give him a knowing nod and, and I pass him one of the drinks um, Yeah uh, Apollo goes to offer uh, A drink to the ambassador And Bahir, Very nonchalantly is like oh Thank you uh, Doctor And hands his drink over To the ambassador And Apollo goes sheet white Something the matter doctor um, Must have been that fall I may have thrown my back
5: out Maybe you should go to Retire to your room Get some rest
1: Yes That sounds like a fine idea I think I shall Gentlemen please uh, forgive me Ambassador for my my um, Illness And the uh, Ambassador Ramazan nods his head graciously of course go take care of yourself my friend and uh it, Apollo starts to walk away and then kind of stops and is, to a, a a successful evening gentlemen may the uh, your, the ambassador live a long healthy life yes and you all drink even Apollo yep and then he leaves Yeah, uh, so Apollo does his little toast, and everyone drinks, but you you see um, Bahir kind of, like, touch the the glass to his lips, but he doesn't really actually drink from it. And the ambassador, you know, after, uh, not the ambassador, but after Apollo leaves, uh, Bahir, Kazim, kind of holds the glass up to his nose and sniffs and then kind of wrinkles his face. uh Uh-huh. If you would please see to the ambassador, I will, I will see to the doctor.
5: Haru will nod to him and stand right next to the ambassador. He's going to make it seem like he's idly chit-chatting, you know, as a guest, not as a security.
1: Um, and the ambassador, he also is a, an older man, well built, but definitely in his later years. He's asking you questions about your homeland.
5: I'm answering them to the best of my ability. Keeping some secrets myself.
1: So how long have you been dead, Haru? No. (laughs) What happened in Oregon? What happened in Oregon?
5: (laughs) (laughs) The ambassador pulls a mask off its wine on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What? What?
1: (laughs) Um, Everyone give me one final notice roll. Um. Any hey, negatives? Yeah, I think it's still going to be a negative two.
5: Oh my god, I keep getting the same flipping thing.
0: Useless.
3: 15. I'm going to reroll it.
0: Nope.
3: Eh, uh, no.
4: Actually, yeah, I'll add a d6. There we
1: go. So the yeah. two of you passed. I failed. You failed. Both of you failed. Yeah. Any any other scenes anyone wants to do before I get to the results of this role?
3: Not really. I'm keeping my eye on what's a doctor Something or other of it. Something or other of it and You've
1: actually lost sight of him. Um, that's
2: maybe one more thing. Um, you mentioned there was a Female ambassador, about 31. I didn't catch her name.
1: Uh, her yes, both Di- Diana Tremaine. She's the Union ambassador.
2: Okay. Yeah, Wynon's going to uh, just brush up against her real quick. she uh, can't find call. her. Oh, well,
5: they're both gone. Oh, Dr. Something Otherovich and the ambassador have both vacated the oh, process. Oh,
3: yeah. Good for him.
4: Wait, the doctor? So- wow. Okay.
3: Um, I was keeping my eye on him, but obviously not well enough, because, yeah. Yeah, so when
2: Wynon turns to uh, start creeping over towards the Union ambassador, he realizes she's gone.
1: Yep, and Rachel and Haru, you both, like, you're you're shifting your gaze around. You're you're talking to the ambassador, uh, Rachel, you're probably finished, like, helping the servants fix up hors d'oeuvres and you're just kind of, like, casually patrolling around looking for trouble. Uh, the weather has taken a turn for the worse. Um, it's definitely raining outside now. Uh, over the music, you can hear thunderclaps rattling the windows. And, uh, you, you both see two different things. So, we'll get into this. Rachel, you're probably closer to the window. Mm -hmm. And, um, you see, there's there's a, a crack of lightning, and you see, silhouetted against the sky, the Tempest. Very close, but okay. like hovering over the building, almost.
4: She's gonna give
1: alarm. You, you start kind of raising the alarm.
4: She's getting people away from the windows, too.
1: Okay, yeah, people start away from the windows Haru you're talking to the ambassador and, and kind of over his shoulder you see um, Dr. Symphony or other which leading uh, the Union ambassador out of the room I mean
5: not really his problem I mean if she's going with it doesn't seem like she's going with him willingly
1: gonna raise she's walking a little stiffly
5: I turn my head to the ambassador and say a moment ambassador and I head to doctor something or other bitch and miss Tremaine
1: okay so you follow them out of the, uh, the party the ball um, shoot how do I want to do this um, Rachel, you're standing. You're 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 calling out pirates, and you hear this as you're like starting to walk out of the room. You hear Rachel say, "Hey, there's pirates!" Right? Uh, there's at, something along those at lines. At that
5: so. moment, I'd stop because like my primary focus is the ambassador and my friends. Okay.
1: So I'd he'd stop right at the door and be like, "What?" Yeah, and like
4: yeah, Rachel. I mean, did, you're, you know you're having I...
1: trouble like keeping people away from the windows. was like what? I want to see. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
4: You, you morons! Get away from the windows. She knows the name of this ship, right? Yeah, you've heard it before. So she's gonna be like, "It's the Tempest." Get away from the windows. Like, Ooh,
1: the Tempest. They're famous. No, um, they're not. They're like most most of everyone is moving away from the window, but there's definitely a couple of gawkers. Who are like, I want to see this.
4: If there are gawkers, she's gonna try to pull them away from okay. the windows.
1: Uh, you're you're doing that and you catch the eye of uh ambassador hampton um and he he locks the eyes of you looks at you know kind of the, the small crowd of people that are still gawking at the window and says in a very deeply southern voice that i'm not feeling up to doing right now um ladies and gentlemen come come i think uh, i've decided to share my secret chicken recipe And and like, that draws a huge crowd over to him. And was like, whoa, 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 hold on a second, we gotta get Hampton's chicken recipe. He leaves out the paprika. (laughs) Um, And there's yeah, there's only like three or four Gawkers. They're just like, no, wait, I really want to see the tempest.
4: I mean, and that's
1: when a scream silences the party. Coming from the other side, away from the windows, a woman scream.
4: Rachel's torn because there's innocent people here by the windows where it looks like pirates are about to attack. But there's also this scream now from across the hallway.
1: There's a scream from across the or from the, the other room. side of the ballroom. What are you doing, Haru? Rachel, do you have this? Yes. I'll go investigate the
3: scream. Daisy. Um I think it's time to activate some protection. Alright. What are you doing my none.
2: Um, I think that he is basically trying to get to one of the corners so that he has more visibility on the airship
1: okay um,
2: and he's kind of like looking out the window trying to determine like when it's gonna hit if it's gonna hit
5: before disappearing completely after the scream he yells keep an eye on the ambassador
1: okay go ahead and roll for your power.
3: I got a raise all right sweet yeah <laughs> yeah I kind of yeah fiddle in my dress like because I, I have some of my stuff hidden in there and just yeah nice yeah um, Haru you go running out into the hall
1: uh, and like down a bit um, and you see ambassador Tremaine's body lying on the ground she's been stabbed repeatedly blood everywhere, and there's uh, a young Ottoman soldier standing there with a bloody dagger in his hand. And he's He, he looks um, confused, uh, feverish, and he's, he's shaking, and his eyes have a crazed look in them. Drop the knife. He looks at you with, without comprehension in his eyes, and kind of Starts to take a small step forward. Cocks my hammer. Drop it. Uh, give me an intimidation roll at negative two. Uh,
5: Eleven.
1: The authority in your voice, if not the meaning of your words, is conveyed. And he kind of... He lets go of the knife. It drops to the ground. His hands are covered in blood. There's blood stains on his uniform, and he, he's just shaking, and he's muttering to himself in Turkish. Against
5: wall, he like.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, he. he it, it takes a little doing. Yeah, yeah it yeah, lo- yeah. looks like he's not totally cognizant. Yeah, I, I, um, I, I'm understanding. It, 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 it's kind
5: of a repeated motion. Like. Yeah.
1: You eventually get them over to the wall, and, and a couple of people come shuffling in. There's screams of, oh, my God, and definitely some, some murmurings you know, directed against the Ottomans. I'm looking around to see
5: if I can find any signs of Dr. something or another of it. No. Do any, are there any other Ottoman soldiers that are, like, taking care of the situation? Or No.
1: Um, there's some security people that were with the embassy Building the Mormon embassy. Bind that man. No, he cuffs out, mate. Like, take hold of him. He struggles a bit. He's definitely like completely incoherent, but they get him cuffed. Wait, did you see what happened here, sir? I arrived too late. This man
5: has blood on him and had a knife in his hands. The only thing I can assume is that he stabbed the ambassador to the United through the Union.
1: Those damn Ottomans. We should never have invited them into our country.
5: It may not have been the Ottomans. There's something else at work here. Look at the crazed look in his eyes. Well, yeah, you've heard stories about them, right? I've seen nothing but dignity and poise with the Ottomans. Nothing so crazed. Something it was in the punch. Slides his gun back into its holster in his jacket. Something was in that punch. And he turns in the eye, I turn and head back to the party.
1: Rachel, you're still by the window. Give me another notice roll.
4: At minus two still? No. Uh, it's eleven.
1: Eleven? So you see, uh, was clearly, um, a, a gyrocopter, uh, lift up from outside the embassy and fly up to the Tempest. It, like, flies up over it and, and then... Uh, presumably lands on top of it, and then the tempest—it's uh, hovering, you know, holding position in in the air over the embassy building, and then it it glides forward, um, and then pulls away and and heads off. Ms. Kennedy, any ideas?
4: It's leaving. It's getting away. Did you see that machine meet up with it?
2: No. What machine?
4: some sort of device lifted up and rose up and flew into the tempest, and now it's leaving. They're getting away. Well, that might
2: be for the best. I think it might become a real mess where they just stay.
4: For the best? They're getting away!
2: There'll be another day.
4: Rachel's gonna turn to the crowd at the party, and say...
1: It's, since the discovery of the murder, like, it's just dispersed. Everyone's now, like, looking at the body and muttering to themselves, despite you're, you're, like, don't jump to conclusions. Uh, there's a lot of glares being directed towards, uh, Ambassador Ismail.
4: Is there anyone, are there still people left out in the ballroom?
1: Yeah, a few, but you, by now you've heard that the Union ambassador was murdered by a soldier of the Ottoman Empire. Haru would quickly
5: try to be like, no, there's something else at work here, at least with them. Where's...
4: But here,
1: he's not. He, he's nowhere to be seen.
4: Where's the Ambassador?
1: He is standing there. He's um, um Who is with him at this point? Daisy,
3: did you maybe? Ah, uh, that's a good question. I was, the last place I was was I was watching those two, the the lady who got killed and all that, and then I got distracted some by something.
1: Yeah, just party happening.
3: Yeah. And.
5: Before I went after them, I did yell to for somebody to keep an eye on the ambassador. So.
3: But, uh, yeah, I guess I would have kept an eye on the ambassador. Okay, That's so you're, else
1: has. you're over there by the ambassador, uh, kind of make sure no one accosts him.
3: Okay.
1: Uh, people are definitely. like No one's moved towards him in any sort of threatening sort of way, but there's, there's mutterings. Those who are filtering back in from, from where the murder took place and casting. Unfriendly glances in his direction.
4: Unless you can think of, like, you don't picture the scene moving forward with the tempest. You're thinking they're just getting away.
1: The tempest is gone. Oh yeah. There's and no way. I'm gonna
4: move over to the ambassador. Okay. Yeah.
1: You you move over and it was the the air pirates from before, wasn't it?
4: It was, sir. I suggest um, you stand with your back to the wall.
5: I suggest we get you to your room.
1: That would be more suspicious than remaining.
4: I agree. But it would be wise to stand with your back to a wall, sir.
1: It would be, but regretfully, I must make some attempt to salvage the situation. If you would... How do you Americans put it? Watch my back? We got your back. Thank you. Trax is... is Fingers, his knuckles, and then figuratively dives into the ground, starts mingling. At this point,
5: Haru's moving from guest to security mode. He's actually pulled his gun and put it back on his belt, because people have seen it now. He's yeah. the, he's like...
4: Rachel still hasn't drawn her guns.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, my derringer's still secured.
5: Yeah, I, he's big whopping Colt Peacemaker on his hip going, and now he's like, he's gonna keep the peace.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Wynon's also going to try to crowd in and get a look at the body.
1: Okay. Uh, give me a note. What are, what are you looking for? To confirm that she's actually dead.
4: I was going to say,
2: yeah. no
3: one's
4: actually confirmed that she's dead. And
3: I kind assume of assumed it's a talk a murder. No and though.
2: to um, determine what you know where she was stabbed, where she was standing when she was stabbed. Okay. Just basic forensic information about the situation. She's going full CSI. CSI. Dead go ahead heads. and roll notice.
0: Okay,
2: um, that's a simple. Yeah, we'll go for a big one. Give you a Benny.
1: Okay.
4: How far away is the body from the ambassador?
1: Um, it's it's not in the same room. Oh, okay. Sadly, just a simple. Just a simple. Um, she's definitely dead. The obvious um, cause of death is the number of slash, slashes in her body, um, but there's one wound um, in her back. It's very precision, not not the cut of a enraged madman. He's going to try to shove past the, the crowd and just say a. Uh...
2: Stand aside. I'm I'm trained in, in medicine. I I want to confirm her death.
4: The doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Do you actually like pull on your doctor disguise really fast? Um no, but he does pull a stethoscope somewhere out of one of his
1: pockets. Okay. okay. Yeah, people kind of give way. think i them in this room though. So. Yeah.
2: Um yeah, and he'll inspect the
1: puncture on her back. Okay. Um I don't think without. Erasers aim for their information, you can tell, other than that, it's definitely like—I wouldn't say it was a, a killing wound, but it was definitely enough to cause um, partial paralysis. Enough that someone might say control that person's movements. Uh, yeah, he—he he actually gulps
2: when he when he has that thought. Like someone was. This was precision work. It seems I was interested in the wrong ambassador. Do-do-do.
5: Dun-dun-dun. Would you be able to uh, check the status of the soldier that was found with the knife? See if you can discern his psychological level?
2: Well, I can tell you he has a wild look in his eyes. But sure, I'll talk with him.
1: You! He's incoherent.
2: Slap him across the face.
1: His eyes are very
2: dilated. Um, is, he's, like, handcuffed? hmm I'll kind of uh, open his eyes a little wider and take a look. He winces from the uh, light.
1: This man's been drugged. Dun-dun-dun.
4: The law and order dun-dun
1: is going off in my head. You need to say a pun now and <laughs> put some sunshades on. Yeah! yeah!
0: <laughs>
1: so, uh, yeah, looks like he was drugged he's flying high as it were not as high as the tempest but up there though (laughs) he's shaking I'd share that knowledge with the rest of the security detail so they don't like you know kind of be like Uh, and the ambassador is making his way talking to people smoothing things over like I will get to the bottom of this Um if this man is responsible, he will most certainly see the harshest of justice, I can assure you. Um, this, you know, He does not in any way represent the Ottoman Empire. I do. We don't want war with the Americas. We don't want war with Deseret. Got enough wars as it is.
4: <laughs> does it look like it's succeeding?
1: Um, it's hard to tell because the Russian ambassador is definitely like on his ass uh, countering and, and you know, talking about how the, the Ottoman Empire will do whatever they need to achieve their aims, even if it means getting a, uh, a rival that may have interfered with their, um trade negotiations I will ask you to be mindful, Mr. Ambassador
5: you brought Dr. something or another, which I <laughs> It's hard to say with any authority. <laughs> you asked him to be here,
1: did you not? He gives you a very blank look and says, Who? Ah, so, we had a scientist
5: by the name of Dr. something or other. Of it. God, that is hard. Just, like, any, any authority is gone. <laughs> at, this point, at this point, why did the
2: letters go But I knew it was the mafia.
5: <laughs> 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 Who said he was it's asked it's to Russian. be here? He, and he found it odd that even him as a political exile, political exile would be asked to attend this meeting. Your
1: name is? Haru Matsuhara. And he's actually a, a little bit more of almost a German accent Specs rather than Russian. Um, actually, uh, Karl von Struve was uh, an, a political exile to russia and became the russian ambassador to uh, america in real life oh okay yeah he's like for starters something or other of itch is not even a name
3: (laughs) no shit
5: i have no understanding of russian names so forgive me
1: (laughs) okay well there's no one in all of russia
4: i love that he just knows that (laughs)
1: Whose name is something or other Ovitch.
4: Such an Italian mafia. You're so spot on with that.
2: But in Italy I hear. <laughs> Se-
1: secondly, I would hardly go to a political refugee from the country I represent for any sort of help or assistance, I am merely saying somebody stated as such
5: and he was the last person seen with the ambassador of the union. So we may have a soldier in custody but we also have evidence due to the doctor over there that he was drugged. So be mindful of your words about the Ottomans.
1: Likely an Ottoman ploy they're desperate
4: are we in the room now with the body?
1: No, you're back. In, you're, you're still in like the room where the party was happening. Uh, security's trying to keep people cordoned in while they search for any other clues. Especially since um, Haru was mentioned that there may be a, another person involved. They're not looking too hard because they're all pretty satisfied with the Ottoman soldier that they have in custody.
5: Haru being his position in the Shinsengumi and having to deal with spies, espionage, murder, assassination attempts is very doesn't judge a book by its cover in these situations. So he's he's very. You may have your suspicions, but keep them to, kindly keep them to yourself.
1: Or what? You have no political power here.
5: You're correct. But, if you were wrong, you
1: will lose face. You mean I may be recalled home? I don't know how your country works. Better home in disgrace than in this... He uses like a Russian word for podunk. <laughs> Corner of the world.
2: Uh, yeah, so at this point, during this conversation between Haru and the Russian ambassador, mm-hmm. Wynan steps up, and um, he takes off his overcoat, and he says... He may not have political power here, but I am Wynon Beardsley, Junior Ambassador of the Union. And I expect a full investigation of the situation, of which one of my country women has been brutally
5: slain. There you have it.
1: So get on with the investigation.
5: Haru is exceptionally confused.
4: Rachel is like, like her. I mean, are we in the same room then?
1: Yeah, oh, so yeah. She's you're like, all seeing this. You're there. She's
4: like,
0: what the fuck? <laughs> He's an ambassador? Haru's like counting on yeah, his fingers yeah. like, okay, Rachel.
2: Pick your draw- job the floor, deputy. Ex-deputy.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: now you're doing that on purpose.
2: Maybe I am. <laughs> uh, we have work to do. Come help me look. All of you. Clearly... The ambassador has plenty of guards. He motions to the Ottoman um, ambassador, who's by this
5: point I'm sure surrounded with Ottoman guards. Actually, that would be very suspicious. Yeah. No.
1: No. No additional guards. Haru will on.
5: maintain. Uh, will maintain security on the ambassador.
4: If you stay with the ambassador, then Rachel will go with wine on.
5: I think it would be
2: suspicious not to have a bunch of guards around every ambassador when there's
4: yeah just
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the the Mormon embassy is like handling the security.
5: Oh, okay. Well, the Mormon guards are probably around yeah. him. Yeah. But Haru's going to maintain, because that's what, what our job here is. So he's going to be like, I'll, I'll stay and guard the ambassador. Very well.
2: Uh, ladies, will you join me? Could use an extra pair, a couple pairs of eyes.
4: Yeah.
2: So as uh, we go past the body, he points out the suspicious slit on the back of her neck.
4: Could I do some investigating here? Like, I don't actually have a skill to investigate. There's like, no skill
0: Right. It's just, just notice.
4: I just want to draw upon my background as a deputy yeah. who has worked on crimes
1: to see if I can find anything of note. Yeah, go ahead. Five? You probably see, you get the same information. You maybe briefly wish Kane were here so you could talk to the body.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: I'd like, so after I finish my examination of the body, I would then like to do an examination
1: of the room. Go ahead and give me a separate notice roll for that. What would you find that would indicate anything?
4: Um, I mean, I feel like Rachel takes the approach to investigating of look the Sherlock Holmes approach, which is look to see what the evidence shows. So she doesn't have any preconceived theories, and also I don't even think she saw Doctor Something out of the rich leave with the ambassador. No. So she's just going to look for anything that might be out of place. I think place. you see
1: like further down, like the carpet. Looks kind of scuffed, like like someone's been dragged across it the wrong direction. Almost, um, kind of uh, like feet have been dragged.
4: M- Mr. Ambassador, have you please, seen this?
2: Please don't be ridiculous. Call me. Why not?
4: Why not? Have you seen this? She's going to gesture to the scuff marks.
2: No, that's interesting. What do you like make
4: of it? Someone might have been.
1: Dragged. Dragged?
4: Is it like in front of a window?
1: Like, is it... No, it's just down, down the... The hall. The hall. Looks
4: like someone might have been dragged here. Interesting. See how these marks are parallel?
2: Do you think it was the dead woman? The ambassador?
1: Uh, do they look... Um, no. Uh, she looks like... She was killed where where she was found.
4: No, all the blood is around her body. If she'd been dragged, there'd be a blood trail.
3: You're right you
2: miss Gilmore see anything
3: uh well, I want to take a better look at the body ha- having you know stuck my fingers in a few corpses during my life and have some skill with healing. so look over that using that skill and see what I notice. not much, but uh, I'll try to bend you it's Bennyable. okay i got a 5 now
1: uh well for 5 i think you get the same information okay. you're you're on the same page as everyone yeah. else
4: i would like to further follow these scuff marks they
1: lead and in a particular yeah they lead down the corridor and back towards the Ottoman empire's wing of the embassy and you get almost to there when you come across uh, the body of Bahir Reis bin Kazim lying in a small pool blood.
4: Uh, she'll yell Bahir and crouch down by him.
3: Okay. Uh, and then
4: uh, yell out for Daisy. Daisy, come quick.
3: Get up and yeah, be like, find out what's gonna see alive.
4: Yeah. It's... Uh,
1: give me a, a healing roll or a notice roll. No- notice at minus
3: two or just healing. Uh. To heal him. Yay! When it matter to uh, seven on the uh, wild well Dog. Yeah, he is alive, badly hurt, but alive. Well, he's hurt. Breath is shallow, very is he, shallow.
4: So is he unconscious?
3: Yeah. I might be able to do something for him.
4: We need a doctor, but not that, not that, Doctor Apollo. Can't be trusted.
3: I'm, I'm gonna, out of my little like purse, pull out my gloves. Can you heal him, Daisy? Let's see what I can do. No, nee, no, nee, no, no. <laughs> oh yeah, that is a n- not nineteen twenty-one.
1: Oh boy. Uh, yeah, you heal two wounds on him, and uh, he, he groans. His eye flutters open. And-
4: Rachel, you know, kind of puts like a bracing hand on his shoulder and is like steady steady I see
1: someone gave him a solid whack on the back of his head like they were trying to cave his skull in and probably figured like they did enough concussive brain damage to let him
2: die please take it easy sir your ambassador is fine mine on the
1: other hand not so good he groans and it's like someone hit me from behind never saw them.
0: Hmm.
1: The, the ambassador's okay, but what is this about your ambassador? You've
2: had a rough day. Rest up. You, you'll find out later. It's nothing to trouble yourself
1: over now. I think he's still badly injured enough that he's his head's a little rattled, as it were, so he, he doesn't question it too much.
4: Did you see anything?
1: No, I was trying to follow Dr. Apollo. He had gotten ahead of me, and then. And then, to use a phrase, I saw stars.
4: She kind of just curses under her breath.
1: What happened?
4: The Union Ambassador's been murdered. People are blaming one of your soldiers. What? Uh, From what I've heard, he was found over her body with a knife. Though I wasn't there, so I can't say for sure what happened.
2: I can tell you for sure. Your soldier was drugged. Out of his mind. Incomprehensible. There's foul work
1: afoot. Uh, Dr. Apollo. He's the only person who could do that. I hand-picked the men for this mission. None of them are murderers. None of them are drug users.
4: Do you want me to go find the doctor?
1: The sooner the better when I get my hands on him.
4: Alright, well, you can't stay sitting here in the corridor until kind of reach a hand out and help him up and study him if he's dizzy.
1: Yeah, you start helping him down the corridor when you hear an all-too-familiar <sniffs> and Malcolm Locke is standing there. Bad news.
4: Malcolm, how how bad?
1: I lost Dr. Apollo. <sighs> Son of a bitch. He, uh, he met with some other fellow... And they there was a gyrocopter waiting in the, in the courtyard for them they left. That was them.
2: And and did the fellow look like and he describes Doctor something of it?
1: I didn't get too good a look, but yeah, that sounds like him. Mafia. Well
3: <laughs> The Tempest Mafia, huh?
4: I saw what direction the Tempest headed off in.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was dark and stormy, it's hard to say, but
4: yeah, they're long gone. I saw the what'd you call it
1: the gyrocopter?:
4: Yeah, I saw that take off. It joined up with the tempest. It's long gone.
0: <sighs> shit. It
1: was too small, I couldn't teleport in aboard. They would would have definitely noticed me right away because I'd have been in their laps.
4: Yeah, you made the right call, I expect right?
1: So what's all the commotion about?
3: The ambassador's dead. Wait, the one... The union wo- ambassador. Oh. Still sad. Aren't you part of the union? I uh, guess. I'm, but, um, ooh, that's a... That's a sticky know. subject. Well, I, yeah. Would I know if he was Confederate or not?
1: Uh, I think you're pretty sure he subscribes to the party of Malcolm Locke.
3: Okay. Well...
2: Yes, Mr. Locke. Tell us, are you with the Union? I'm not quite sure myself.
1: Yeah, you wouldn't be the first. I didn't fight in the war, and, uh, frankly, I...
2: You certainly profited from the war, didn't you?
1: I profited from my own labors. Bountain hunting. Anyway, sad that the ambassador is dead. I'm glad that the one we're getting paid to protect is not dead.
4: Probably the best thing to do right now is, uh... Reese, if you're feeling up to it, having you explain what happened might diffuse the situation quite a bit.
1: I must talk to the ambassador first.
4: <clears throat> He's this way. lead him down the hall.
1: He goes, he talks to the ambassador. Um people are giving him some, some dark looks, but they're also seeing like the blood on on the back of his head and stuff and there's whispering going about. Um at this point, what what are your characters gonna do from here? Because uh I think the direction we're going is gonna wind up being largely in the hands of the NPCs. Um, I think
2: Wynon is thinking it's about time to call in some more firepower. Okay. Uh, a union political figure has just been murdered in cold blood. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've got these air pirates that are flying around that have foiled his operation twice now. Yeah. It might be time to requisition a little more firepower.
3: What do you got in
1: mind?
2: I'm thinking that we need to get some sort of airship. And we need to find some pirates.
1: Deadlands and Savage Worlds are the property of Pinnacle Entertainment Group. All content is used unofficially under the Savage Media Network license. Find more of their great products at peginc.com. Music is provided by the Eaglestone Collective. Sound effects are by Plate Battle Games and Battle Bards. Aircraft effects were provided by soundjade.com. You can find links to all of the above in the show notes. Thank you for tuning in, listeners. I hope you enjoyed the episode and that you'll join us again Have a wonderful whatever time of day it is for you, and I'll catch you next time.